1: the podcast that is bringing embodied birth wisdom from women from all over the world sharing their natural birth stories. Don't forget to subscribe and download so that you can always have access to these empowering and positive natural birth stories. Hi, my name is Anna, also known as The Spiritual Midwife, and I am the Natural Birth Podcast host. I'm a midwife and a childbirth educator and I assist women in optimizing their chances of having an empowering and natural birth experience and a nourishing and healing postpartum. I offer holistic birth preparation and postpartum online courses worldwide. For the conscious mama wanting to prepare emotionally, mentally, physically and spiritually for her birth and for her postpartum. And if you want to know more about me and what I do in the world, then visit me at thenaturalbirthcourse.com. If you had a natural and empowering birth experience that you would like to share with the world, then you can email me at midwife at gmail.com. And maybe your story will be featured on the Natural Birth podcast. Now let's dive into today's episode. Today on the Natural Birth podcast, we have Nina. Nina is a mother of three from Stockholm, Sweden. She is a co-founder of The House. She and her partners design learning experiences to boost the immune system of a company, the company Koja. Today, we will hear about her three natural births of her three boys, Robin, Io and Rue, whose names are inspired from Winnie the Pooh. Curious about Nina? Learn more at thehouse.se. Hello Nina and welcome to the Natural Birth Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. How are you today?
0: I'm really, really well. Thank you. I'm excited too. Really nice to see you.
1: Yeah, really nice to see you and talk to you. We obviously can see each other because we're doing this video Zoom call. Um, and I can see that you have a little baby with you. Baby.
0: I have my little five-week-old Rue here. He's breastfeeding and he's he has a little cold, but he's... Uh, He's on top of it. He's going to do fine during this time, I hope. <laughs> we're we're filled we're filled of uh, oxytocin, so it's going to be a calm calm space, I think.
1: Well, yeah, you're still in that little quarantine, literally quarantine baby court. Yeah. Not uh, not COVID, but you're in COVID too at the moment, yeah. um, but it's such a beautiful thing to be in those early weeks and being filled of that oxytocin, breastfeeding and bonding with your baby. Awesome. However, let's wait with Ruth's story because <laughs> you have had three Baba, so you have three natural birth stories to share with us
0: Yay. today. Yeah, three boys. Three
1: boys. Oh my goodness, that house is going to be wild oh. ass.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. There is only room for one woman, I've heard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, well, lovely. I can't wait to hear about your birth stories. Let's begin with your first one.
0: My first one was Robin. He, uh, yeah, it was a bit different. I mean, now that I've uh, now that I've done it three times, weird to say, but um, it was it was of course a um, it was of course important for me that it was natural. And uh, at that time, I actually didn't know that you could give birth at home, so so. It was just something that you had to do in the hospital kind of thing, so I looked up a very i mean the most alternative place I could find um, so that i didn 't have to have the whole uh, shebang around the hospital uh, thing going on um, but i was I was excited and it was um, oh wow, it was a long It was a long wait. I had a bit of a difficult relationship at that point, so that took a lot of space. But um, carrying this baby around was amazing, and giving birth to him was ah, it was yeah, was it was special because I hadn't done it before, so everything was new. Like every single moment was new in that uh, during those hours. Mm. I've been I've been thinking back to that time, of course, because you. You asked me to, and it's so amazing to you know go through it in your head and kind of try to feel how it was and I can't really try to feel how it was, but i I remember it. my body remembers it in in one way, and I remember it, and it was um, it was such a big thing
1: Oh beautiful. well, take us back. Did you have any signs of labor approaching before you actually started the labor process? Did you have any days or weeks before that
0: you had signs? telling you i'm coming i mean yes i had a really big belly no i'm kidding i mean i I, no, but i didn't have any signs actually and he was uh he had a due date uh and he went like a couple of days over time and the only sign i got was the uh, film it was like a film uh somebody pulling out a cork of a bathtub you know pulling out the the plug and i had this Amazing, like um, water release <laughs> in bed.
1: Broke. All oh, right. So, a big splash of water.
0: Yeah. So, the water broke, like you know, like you imagine it would. Yeah. In a uh, Hollywood movies. Exactly. And I was actually having a, a great laugh at the time. So, I was like, ha ha ha. And, <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and I told my, my partner at the time, and I was like, the water broke and he's like what water he was so into his (laughs) we're laughing so that was the that was the sign and i remember getting so uh nervous and excited at the same time in the second it happened Uh, and that was uh that was amazing and then and and it was during the night it was one o'clock in the in the night And um, I called the hospital and they told me to relax and I couldn't relax. I was too excited. (laughs) So I was like up all night, like (laughs) counting the contractions and they were super small and all that. So I couldn't sleep. It was too exciting.
1: Yeah, that's the story I hear with a lot of first time mamas that Mm. any sign, whether it's waters breaking, which is usually only about 10% of all women have that experience that the waters break before labor starts. Mm. um whether it's that or just other little signs that labor's approaching or early labor signs they get so excited and they don't do what every midwife tells them to do which is like to rest you have a marathon coming up just try to ignore it na 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 so what did you do you stayed up all night what else did you do yeah.
0: Yeah, I tried to relax, but I couldn't. I mean, I, I couldn't sleep at all. But but I, uh, I was like thinking about what's going to come next and uh, trying to prepare, trying to breathe uh, normally and like calmly um, and listening. I mean, I, I, I remember lying there on the sofa and my partner was asleep and everything was silent. And I was like, I, I'm just going to f- feel I'm just going to feel everything that happens, um, mm. and I think that was my biggest help actually to uh, to remember that it's supposed to be this way, I'm capable of this, I have a lot of power, and this is going to go fine mm. um, so So that was the only thing I did, and remembering looking at the light getting lighter by the hours, it was wonderful.
1: The day starting sunrise Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. what so the day began and what happened
0: yeah we went to the hospital uh and I was actually quite uh I had quite a lot of nausea and I was like throwing up and things like that so that was a bit um it was a bit difficult because I wanted to concentrate on my on other things in my body but I had to I had to like throw up all the time. And that was, um, I hadn't heard about that before. I I heard about that you had nausea and wanted to throw up during the pregnancy, but uh, that came as a surprise. We went to the hospital and they told me to go home again. And I was like, no, (laughs) Um, it was, it was such a pain. I thought the the car ride to the hospital was the worst thing ever. I was like, this is not fun to sit there with a, you know, uh, no, that was just getting into the car was a h- hassle, I think. But uh, getting there and they telling me to go home again, I was like, I can't, I can't go around vomiting all the time. I, it's not, mm-hmm. I'm losing too much energy, also because I didn't sleep during the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, so I asked them if I could stay and they could help me with that, uh, and I could, uh, and they also. Uh, looked at me and they saw that I was a bit I was uh, a bit open so they were like okay let's stay let's uh, let's just uh, calm down for a moment and I got a bit of acupuncture for the the vomiting and and some other things and did that help Um, acupuncture help for the nausea yeah it helped a lot that was amazing I was like wow Uh, it just went away oh wow so so I was like I could concentrate on on myself and like Just walking around there and and you know feeling the contractions getting uh, stronger and and deeper and think i remember thinking like and i think everybody does it's like is this is this uh, how much it's gonna uh, feel like is this the the amount of pain that i'm gonna have because you're trying to imagine how it's gonna feel and it's impossible (laughs) but it's yeah so i remember walking around and thinking about how it actually felt and then i went into the bathtub because i uh yeah because they had a big bathtub there and i thought that was amazing i mean all my birth has been in water and uh, the first one was not in water when he came out but i had the pain relief of water before and it was amazing amazing sitting there
1: yeah they're they're you know they usually compare it to you know it's like nature's epidural when you use water for pain relief especially if you do it a bit later on when you're really in established labor and uh, you just get that warm and that feeling of buoyancy you can just float and you can move easily and you can really move with your contractions or surges in a natural easeful way
0: oh yeah i totally agree i think it's the best thing i've i mean I I screamed out like uh, when I gave birth to Rue my my last one I screamed out when I went into the water I was like oh my god this is so wonderful (laughs) because it was just I mean the relief of oh it was amazing going into the water it's uh, that's that's really my my thing and I um yeah, and I really wanted to give birth in water the first time, but they, at the hospital, it was restrictions against that. Oh. So, but now I think actually in Sweden, they've opened up a bit more. So yeah. you can.
1: How long time ago can... was the first
0: birth? So he's eight. So that was 2011. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. So let's start back. You're in early labor. How, yeah. how are the connections going at this point? How far apart are they? Are they regular at all? Or are you really early still?
0: They are i mean irregular in in one way but also regular in another way uh irregular in in terms of that the, the break in between them is very different mm. uh, but they are uh, similar in length mm. i would say um, um yeah and and they are it's kind of easy to for me to breathe through them, and i don't um yeah, I, I I don't feel like they're overwhelming me yet, yeah. so to speak. <laughs> um, but, but kind of kind of sensing it, sensing that okay, this is not it's going to get worse. <laughs> I can, I can sense that something is going to uh, start soon, yeah. and I remember that sitting in the uh, in the bathtub and and the. Midwife, the midwife. She told me that, or she told my partner, she needs to drink something. She needs to get some type of energy. So please give her some soda or something, so that she gets a bit of sugar in her blood. Uh, And I was like, no, I don't want anything. And he was eating a banana, and I was like, oh, take that away. You know, that kind of. I I didn't want anything. And then finally, I said, okay, so I'm going to drink something. Um, And he gave me. Uh, he gave me a glass and i drank it and it was the concentrate it was o- <laughs> it was only concentrated uh, juice he had oh. forgotten to like put water in it and i had been throwing up for like hours so i was like spitting it out on him and like pa yeah, i can't drink this <laughs> yeah that was fun but then after a while i got some other other things to to eat and drink and that that helped me a bit because the energy was really low Mm. um but then but then it I mean, the midwife also told me that um, uh, she thought that I had been uh, too long in the bathtub and I was getting a bit too warm and uh, it was getting a bit dangerous in some way. I don't know what um, at that point, I didn't really know so much about this, so so yeah. I just uh, uh, went I, I stayed for a long time in mm. the bathtub, but I went up, and then, when I stood up. Then I felt the contractions like, boom, like yeah, taking over my whole being kind of thing.
1: Well, that's the thing with, with laboring in water is that, you know, you can potentially get a temperature or your yeah. heart rate can you know, get elevated because of the heat, right? Because they're warmer inside of you than you are. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Spending a lot of time in water can cause that. And that's why, you know, we do regularly check for your temperature and make sure that the water is not too hot and so on and so
0: forth. Yeah. And I was also sitting with the with the like the sh- the shower, the the showering hose or like the shower on my belly because it was so nice to like have that uh relief from the uh the trickle water like coming down on my belly. I thought that was mm-hmm. lovely. Uh, but I went up and that was the, that was the shift. I could, I could really feel it. And I suddenly felt that, okay, so the, so the force of uh, the pull uh, towards the, the center of earth was like really, really getting to me. I was like, oh my God, this is so heavy. And I had a plan in my head that I would like sit, I don't know, in some kind of squat position giving birth. I thought that would be the most comfortable thing for me, but that didn't work at all. It was like, no, I have to lay down. This is like, it's hurt too much.
1: Maybe a part of it was to slow it down or take away some of that intensity that obviously gravity do bring. Mm.
0: Yeah, yes, a lot, I think. Mm. And I think I've had that through uh, most of them that the standing up is a really hard thing um mm. uh, sitting down or like lying down uh, is better for me or was better for me but but i I remember walking up and then lying on the bed and trying different positions here and there, and the contractions intensifying and me breathing heavily and um and then I think at some point uh, the other shift remembering my breathing uh, changing quite a lot when, when going into the, uh, to the part where pushing out the baby. Uh, and I was a bit, um, I don't know, surprised maybe that the body did everything by itself. Yeah, but I didn't have to do anything. I thought it was me telling my body to like, okay, now we have to breathe in a different way. But I started breathing by myself, of course. I mean, that's it, sounds stupid, but it is really like that <laughs> in the beginning. You're like, yeah, you're like, trusting your body in your own body at
1: that point, aren't you?
0: Just discovering what it can
1: do and just being amazed at the capacity oh, yeah. of your feminine body
0: temple. Yeah, I remember, I mean, I had a short a short thought i mean there's there's a lot of things just like passing through and a lot of things that i can't even notice when when in that stage and when in that bubble uh, but i remembering like wow this is this is amazing I, I was like i'm so happy to be a part of this even though it hurts like hell i'm happy to be a part of this <laughs>
1: so yeah. what was the breath that you were doing what changed for you when you started feeling those kind of bearing down urges of second stage
0: I think I mean I didn't do any courses or I didn't do any breathing techniques before I mean except for the little yoga that I had practiced by myself Uh, so so what I noticed was that I could I mean I could breathe quite far down into my belly and I could feel my the whole breath kind of going uh, in and out but when when the baby started to push it was like noticeably it got shorter so I had to like it's like more of a um it stops the, the breathing stops at some point uh, and the, the body takes over in some kind of, so so it kind of the the breath stops and the body pushes me to push or like helps me to push instead using the breath to like uh, get the baby uh, out I think yeah so it's kind of pushed down. It's, it's hard to explain, but it's kind of pushed down into the, into the belly and into the uh, kind of the pelvic area. I don't know how you call that, but I mean, kind of down into the uh, yeah, vagina and like pushing it out. It's, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing what it does. I, I can't really explain it. But it was shorter, I remember. shorter and shorter and more like explosive.
1: All right. So you're pushing your baby down. What happens then?
0: Well, the thing that happened at that point was that I did not understand how to push. Uh, and this is something I come back to when I think about uh, giving birth. Uh, I remember that I didn't know. I couldn't really feel. I mean, the contractions were so far apart. This was the thing. I had one one. Uh, contraction. And I thought that, okay, now I'm going to start to push. And when I started to push, it was already over. So it was super short. And then I had like 12 minutes in between the next one. And I was like, how am I supposed to do this? Mm. Uh, And the midwife, uh, she told me to start pushing before. So we looked at the monitor and I tried to start pushing before, but I I missed the two first ones. And that's, uh made the whole last process quite long so i so i was in the kind of the, the pushing phase for almost one and a half hours uh, and that was quite long i thought uh, everything working out fine and the baby baby super calm like no no um Uh, faster heartbeats or anything like really cool (laughs) maybe doing fine maybe having a lovely time (laughs) Uh, but I missed the two first ones and then I got the hang of it but I didn't really know what to do there yeah Uh, that was a bit hard
1: it sounds like so did you actually have about 10 minutes between each contraction the whole one and a half hours
0: no just in the beginning
1: okay yeah I see so it's yeah. really early there in that kind of starting phase of the second stage and potentially, yeah. you know, that, that can happen. So we call in second stage you have the latent phase and the active phase. For yeah. some the latent phase is very minimal and for some it's a bit longer. You get that pause where you actually get time to breathe and relax and just catch your breath after you having had vomited and maybe were not that energetic anymore uh, because of that, your body might have needed that pause just to gather its strength and then uh, Mm. spot the bearing down.
0: Yeah,
1: And the baby does have, when you are fully open, your baby needs to actually descend to activate that kind of fetal ejection reflex, that kind of real involuntary pushing it doesn't really happen just straight away just because you're open. It actually needs to the head needs to drop. And so maybe that was the time where the head needed to, to descend before you got that stronger.
0: Definitely. Definitely. And I remember I remember getting so frustrated that I like screamed at my partner. I was like, nothing is happening. And he was like he was down looking at the head and he was like with with his stare in his eye, he was like, uh, maybe you can't feel it but I can definitely say something is happening. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. okay, good enough for me.
1: <laughs> Head, yeah, right. Mm. <laughs> yeah,
0: and okay. that was amazing. So I kind of took his word and I was like, okay, that's good. If he says something is happening, good enough for me, then I can go on. <laughs> um, because I was a bit like, oh my God, if this is going to go on, uh and and it's going to feel like nothing is happening and nothing is actually not happening Mm. Uh, then then I'm not going to make it kind of thing Uh, but when he told me that and I also I I could feel the head you know coming out a bit and then going back and and that was a you know that was a relief for me that okay something is actually going Mm on
1: and having one and a half hours of second stage is not uncommon. It can be up to two hours. It can be even longer than that uh, as a first-time mom. Just first of all, like you said, sometimes actually finding the right way to push. And a lot of the times it's also getting out of the way, you know, that to allowing your body to do its thing and mm. um, and not holding against or tensing against. And that can take some time mentally and physically to get over that, the first time around, to really figure that out, to get out of your own way, really, to birth your baby. And also for your whole body to actually open the first time, to open the channel, right? Whereas the second yeah. time for you, the third time, you've already opened that channel. So it's usually quicker.
0: And easier. Yeah. And I mean, I, 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 totally, I totally recognize everything you said. I, 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 I didn't know how it was going to be. So it felt different. But when I compare it to the other ones, it was totally the way it should be. So so it's interesting, you know, the first time charm kind of thing. Yeah.
1: So uh how was the experience of baby crowning
0: for you? Um yeah, it was I mean the <laughs> the feeling of the head uh coming out uh was both scary and super exciting at the same time in in, in a sense. Uh and I remember in kind of holding on the head and I was like, this is just, this is so weird. I mean, it's like, it's like an out-body experience, look, like feeling something that I have never felt before. Um, but still, I mean, I, th- I think, and I mean, I, I know it says everywhere that going from the, the phase of uh, contractions going over to the, to the active phase of pushing is, is a relief in some way. At least for for most, I think, and for me, it was really uh, lovely to feel that, okay, the baby is on its way out. I knew that there was not so much time left, you know, mm-hmm. and that's uh, that's just excitement in itself um, yeah, and I think I don't remember this like so clearly as the other ones, but I remember the head was out uh and I had to wait for one push, and that's exactly that's when that's when I felt that i pushed a bit too hard or i tried to force myself to push him out i remember this so clearly and i was like "Uh oh this is not good i shouldn't do this because if i do uh it's gonna it's gonna hurt and i think i didn't really know i didn't really know that i forced it so i think i forced it a bit too much um which meant that he finally uh, came out i don't really know who actually took him because i got him on my breast directly yeah. <laughs> but he uh, he came out like um very easily and and uh, yeah he was just there i i don't remember that last phase kind of thing he 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 was just there and he was uh, he was amazing it was amazing <laughs> Relieved and happy and like ah overwhelmed so many things at the same time. It was uh, so cool. I think Mm. Mm. beautiful little baby, and uh, he was so calm. I remember he was not screaming in the beginning, and he was just like yeah, like through the whole through the whole. birth he was super calm they were they were quite excited that he his um his heartbeats never changed yeah uh, because he was so calm and I think that helped me a lot um and he was also like I remembering they talking about you know scoring the um uh, the color of, of the skin and, you know, all of these things. And he got 10, 10, 10 because he was so calm. He was like not even a bit red. <laughs> he was already fine kind of thing. And I thought that was, he was, uh, he helped me a lot. I remember thinking a lot about that, that uh, it's, it's not only about the, the mother preparing and the mother doing everything. It's also that the baby is doing a lot. Uh, and uh, it's amazing to get that help from Absolutely. the baby.
1: the baby's birthing itself as you are allowing the birth process to happen you're working together oh yeah mm. oh, yes. yeah Beautiful. So baby skin to skin what happens then
0: he started to do that little thing when they mm, crawl towards <laughs> towards the breast i thought that I, I i'd read about that before so i wanted to just put him on my um on my yeah. um uh, on my breast and then let him do what he wanted and he really did that he was like checking out what is here and like really like a, a little animal uh, searching searching for the breast and he found it eventually and I had to help him a little bit but he started breastfeeding quite quickly um yeah and he was there and we were just looking at him you know <laughs> you can't take your eyes from him so it was just It was just like, yeah, looking at him and then, and then kind of, you know, getting checked by all these people around you and they uh, check you at the same time. So it's a bit, yeah, uh, it's a lot of things going on at the same time, I think. Uh,
1: And birth the placenta was that something that you did naturally as well, or did you need some help with that?
0: No, it came out by itself. I don't even remember, you know. I, I think they told me to do it and then it just came out by itself really quickly. Mm. Um, um and it didn't hurt and it was quite a relief to like get everything out. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, and I think I just um uh, I mean it's so interesting how you also forget instantly how hard it was as well, and how much <laughs> the pain. I mean it's so amazing. It we're really made for um, for giving birth and forgetting about all the hard <laughs> hardships, and <laughs> then going and remembering all the good things. Um, yeah, and I remember they telling me that I, uh, I don't know how you call it in English—is it break or like
1: yeah, tearing?
0: Yeah, exactly. And uh, uh, and they instantly told me that we have to we have to put one stitch there. We have to sew it a little bit. uh And I didn't say anything. I was like, yeah, of course, do that. Um, but of course, I I now understand that I didn't even have to sew that. Actually, it could heal by itself. It was so small.
1: Maybe it was just a first degree tear. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's really up to the mother, obviously, and the care provider. They're all different in their way of viewing what needs to be sutured and not.
0: Yeah.
1: Do you want a natural birth, Mama? Then a the natural birth course might be for you. Do you see birth as a rite of passage and an important and transformational event that you'd like to feel fully empowered in meeting? Are you, like many other women, realizing that it is time to take back your power as a birthing woman in the birth space and birth your baby your way? Would you like to feel calm and confident as you birth your baby with all the tools you need in order to meet the labor sensations naturally and be ready body, mind and soul? Do you deeply down know that your body was made to birth your baby and that you have all the inherent power and inner wisdom to do so? Are you looking for holistic midwifery wisdom and guidance to assist you and give you all the evidence-based information you need in order to feel fully sovereign in your decision making around your pregnancy and upcoming birth? Then The Natural Birth Course is for you. Find out more at thenaturalbirthcourse.com. I would love you to now jump into your second birth.
0: Yeah. Oh my God, I have three kids. This is amazing. <laughs> I'm like, it's, oh, it's overwhelming. I actually never thought that I would have kids. So I think this is also a very interesting thing. I think my mother, she was like, um, she was on to me for a while, like, oh, don't you want kids? And blah, blah, blah. And I was like, after a while, I was like, you have to stop. I'm not going to have any kids. You have to stop. And she stopped. And then I got pregnant. It was so funny. And she was so surprised when I told her. And I think I I had to like have that, you know, I'm going to decide for myself kind of thing. Uh, But then again, the first one was a total surprise. So that was the, that was amazing. When he came, we were like, okay, he he was meant to, he was meant to come. He wasn't planned at all. The second one uh, was more planned uh, with another father. Um, and uh, I, I was uh, excited to do it another time. I have this thing in my life as well. I like to do things three times. So it's the same with my kids. <laughs> you know, the first one is the first one. You have to like try it out. The second <laughs> one is the second one is like okay, I can compare it to the first one, but that's only one one comparison. Uh, the third time you can actually iterate. You can actually start to you know do things in a new way. Um, so the second one was. Uh, exciting, Um, the water broke, but not in the same uh, filmic way or uh, scenic way, it it kind of uh, poured down my legs in a way, Um, kind of at this, it was exactly at 12 uh, o'clock during the day, I remember, Um, and we'd prepared, at that point, we'd decided to give birth at home, so, and that was amazing. I mean, my new partner and I discussed it and, and I was totally for it. I thought it was amazing to just walk around at home in my own kind of space, um, doing the whole work there. So, so I was so happy that that was possible. Uh, so, so he came home and he kind of prepared, um, you know, the pool and uh, fixing some stuff, practical stuff. And I was like, just just feeling it, just walking around and feeling it. And then I think we bench watched, this was fun, bench watched uh, a series for like loads of hours. We kind of left the kids uh, or left the, uh, the, the, the brother at his father. And then uh, we just watched The Crown, I think, which was lovely. <laughs> 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 yeah. And then, and then I remember, so, I mean, you obviously know a lot about uh, giving birth at home and things like that, but then uh, I thought it was amazing to get to see and talk to the midwives before I could also choose them by myself. Um, They had a lot of experience. I mean, one of them had nine kids, all of them like, yeah, it was amazing. I mean, they had seventy five years of experience together in giving birth at home, and um, uh, it was like, oh my god i was like, <laughs> I had some almost like uh, some kind of anxiety for doing this. Uh, am I going to do it the right way? Am I going to do it? <laughs> it's funny uh, and they uh, they were super calm, and I'd sent in you know one of those letters, like explaining. Uh, what could be my dream scenario, and what could be my my kind of uh, the worst scenario I could imagine. I love that. Uh, yeah, and that was really good. I mean, they so they knew exactly what I wanted and what I didn't want. Mm. Um, and I remember walking around at home, and at one point, and and this was uh, cool because I also timed after a while and like looked at okay, so where am I at in the process? And I think I had a lot of, I think I had a lot of. Um, Uh, I, I wanted to know where I was I wanted to know okay so how far am I am I into the process now and really hard to say though but but at one point I timed and I was like I can't really I can't I can't time this I don't know where I'm at I don't know where there is no structure. It hurts like hell. There is no structure. I think I need to call them because now it's too difficult for me to understand this. Uh, So we called them and I was, it was 10 o'clock in the evening. Uh, And the funny thing was one of the midwives told me, she was like, I am going to a party. So Mm -hmm. please uh, don't call me before uh, 10, because (laughs) don't call me before 10, because I really want to go to this party. And it's funny because five minutes past ten, I was like, "I think I need to call them." Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I called them, and one uh, one was there in like one one hour, and the other one came uh, almost one and a half hours later. Uh, and I remember walking down to the bathtub, um, sitting down there, and like uh, taking some of the contractions there, um, and my. Uh, partner like blowing up the pool and filling it up and you know all of those practical things at the same time so I was alone in there and they came down silently and I didn't even notice so they were like standing next to me uh, a bit uh, away from me just looking at what I was doing yeah Uh, yeah so really like honoring my own space and uh, letting me focused by myself and doing my own thing and letting the baby be. It was, it was amazing. No monitors, no, uh, like no checks, no, like this is going on, or this is this, or this is that I had to like figure it out myself and still have them as support. So they could tell me like everything is as it should be. Mm-hmm. I remember there was one, one contraction that was so hard that I almost like, <gasps> If this is how it's gonna be now, now now is the shift. And I, I can remember it like I now I heard myself say the same thing about the other one. And it was the same thing. It was like, wow, this is so hard. I don't know if I can do this. Uh, and that was the shift. Yeah. That was the shift. But I didn't know at the time. So I, I asked them, I was like, I don't know, I don't know where I'm at. I don't know what to do. It hurts it hurts too much. Mm. Uh and they looked at me. And I remember one of them uh, coming to me and just put a hand on my shoulder. And she said, everything is as it should be. You're doing, you're doing fine. Do you want to go to the pool? And I was like, okay, if she asks me if I want to go to the pool, that means that she knows something that I don't. That means that it's not far away. So I was like, great, let's go to the pool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we went to the... We can we can see shifts happening, and we can notice yeah. without. Yeah,
0: it was amazing, and I, I remember then I then we had the pool on the top floor, and I had to walk up the stairs, and I took one contraction in the middle of the stairs, uh, and at the same time, one of the midwives had come up, and I remember uh, my partner Kalle he asked her like, "Okay, so how much open is she? Is uh, where is she at?" and and she said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, she's fully open." 10 centimeters. Um, uh, but they hadn't done any of the vaginal. They hadn't even touched me. <laughs> I thought that was amazing. I was like, and, and I didn't know this. So he told me afterwards and I was like, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so that I think that was my afterwards when we talked about this, that's when I noticed that, okay, there's so much that we can see mm. by only looking by only following With our eyes and our uh, hearings, and listening to the breath, looking at how the body moves—you know, things like that. Now, Mm -hmm. and I've always believed in that. So, so when he told me this, I was like, "This is amazing! This is amazing! I—it—it must be amazing to be a midwife to be able to see these things, Mm -hmm. Uh, and also being able to communicate them um, so that that the mother kind of." gets that calmness from knowing that it's it's all right it's your 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 body can actually do this mm. and that was so cool and then i sat down in the uh in the pool uh, and that was a relief in itself of course this time i actually didn't feel any nausea uh, everything was different in a sense um um i had gone to one of these uh Prophylaxis, like uh, I don't know what that's called. Breathing course. For okay. I went to this breeding course uh, before uh, and I think that helped a lot, not not mostly about the breathing, but about the connection to my partner. I think it was amazing to learn for him to actually know that he could support in different ways. Uh, and that was amazing so he was super happy he's talked about that a lot that he was super happy that he was in charge of the pool so he had something to do Uh, and he was also very happy that he had to clean out the pool afterwards because that was like a I don't know some kind of cleansing process for him looking at what the leftovers were and you know that kind of thing and he I mean Ayo as he's called the second boy uh he he yeah I I remember sitting down and then I took one breath and I was like and then I looked at the midwives and I'm like oh here he comes and they were like nodding nodding looking they were not surprised at all I was like okay great let's go (laughs) it was it was so amazing
1: I love Uh, the description of midwives I totally recognize everything you're
0: saying Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, it was, it was just amazing looking at them. It was, it was a little bit like I had after, after giving birth, I remember, I remember that I looked at them quite a lot because I'm also, I I work, I work with the human processes and how people behave and stuff like that. So I also looked at them in terms of how are they behaving towards me? What are they doing that, that is making me calm? Uh How are they? Yeah. How are they touching me and things like that. So it was so amazing to see. I was amazed by their calmness and uh, stepping back and like, yeah, just letting me be. I thought that was, and then, and then still at the same time, always, I saw their readiness and I saw their, you know, they were always there. If something would have happened, they would have gone in directly. So I was, I was so safe in that, in that space. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he came out quite quickly, he had an enormous head. That was a bit of a, <laughs> a challenge. <laughs> uh, so the so the baby, the head was out, and I remember my partner getting a bit like it looks a bit different in water, right? Because when the when the the blood comes out, it spreads quite quickly. So, or when if the blood comes out, I don't know, some people don't get yeah. that, of course. Uh but but it spreads quite quickly. So he was a bit like, oi. Something is. I don't know if this is going to be this way or not. Like he was a bit scared at some point. I remember him telling me afterwards. He didn't show me. That was good.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. He was like, the thing with you know, especially first time, which for most people, the first time they have a baby is the first time they ever see a birth, and yeah. there can be blood, you know. And but that is that doesn't
0: have to mean something negative at all. Um, yeah, and exactly. And I think I think we were just. It was a surprise for me too. I had I hadn't done it before that way, so, so yeah, so it was different. And you couldn't really see him when he came out. And I remember my partner; uh, he was a bit like, "Where is he? And is this okay? And is he breathing?" And I was like, "So funny afterwards to think about it." Like, but he's he's not supposed to breathe until he comes out of the water <laughs> because he lives in water. We're like, "Aha!" <laughs> You, you forget you forget you forget about that when when it comes up but he came out quicker i i instantly knew what to do when the breathing changed um and when the really like active active phase uh, kicked in and uh, and it was easy to push him out and i was really calm in that um uh and he came out and i i put i took him up um myself and like help him and uh, and he was totally clean that was also very interesting like when you see movies and you know when when you're not in water they they are quite dirty usually or like i mean there's blood and there's a lot of different things
1: well not everybody but yeah there can okay. it can be a little bit of blood there can be something called vernix which is the white kind of creamy yeah you know moisturizer they have on them and for some they, they come out and they're perfectly clean yeah Oh wow! Yeah, but this
0: was this was different from the first one at all. At least, mm-hmm. I mean, he was he was uh, yeah. He looked like he had taken a bath. <laughs> he was super clean. <laughs> yeah, and he was happy and he was screaming quite uh, like intensely, uh-huh. um, with with a lot of um, clearness. I could I could sense his personality yeah. in the way he screamed. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, and he also uh, he was really hungry. He was like going for it directly. He wanted to eat. Ooh. And this baby also he actually didn't lose any weight. This was the thing. He never lost weight. He just went up. He was a hung- hungry baby. He ate a lot.
1: <laughs> I Love that. Yeah. So for first-time mamas who don't know, is that usually when babies are born, the first couple of days or a few days, they can lose some of their weight, and that's all normal because colostrum is not a huge amount and we just don't want baby to lose more than 10% of their birth weight and to be back at birth weight around a week or 10 days after birth but your baby didn't lose anything just skyrocketed and fed like a champion
0: yeah Uh, and that was surprising I mean he was uh uh, yeah he was uh, happy doing that and I was happy for him it was uh, (laughs) it was lovely to see easy easier uh than the the first one i think yeah yeah and we just had a lovely i mean we were in our living room and we built up this bed on the floor uh, and we just lied there uh, and the placenta came out uh in the water and we had a little um metal bowl that we put it in so it kind of floated around i have some amazing pictures uh where kind of the placenta is in the pool like swimming around in this little bowl uh, still attached to the baby and we we cut uh, the cord uh, like 2 uh, 2 3 hours later uh, because we wanted it to be there as long yeah or we wanted it to be there a bit longer so it kind of so the baby could have everything uh, that was in there um, yeah and then we just we just Lied there and and smiled again.
1: <laughs> in the love bubble, in the beautiful, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And it was, it was. Uh, we've talked a lot about um, the cleaning process for my my partner. He was uh, he was amazed by all the things that came out, and you know, the the natural. The natural and organic process that this is, um, so he was like uh, i I breastfed for a long time, and he left me, and he kind of fixed everything, and then we uh, we went to bed. He came out in the middle of the night like two o'clock or one fifty five I think uh, and then we just went to bed and kind of slowly <laughs> slowly got the energy back mm. before before the you know the the rest of the evenings where you don't sleep kicked
1: in so how many years ago was the second
0: baby born the second baby was born in 2016 so that was three and a half years ago soon Mm. Mm. and you can really if if you watch him today you can see that he has a huge head and he also has like a very like strong body so you can see that eating uh going on he's quite you know heavy and big for his age mm-hmm.
1: beautiful and then we have the little baby roo mm-hmm. that is now five weeks old breastfeeding at mm-hmm. your breast at the moment I'm mm-hmm. so excited to hear about this little one's birth
0: story yeah little roo little kangaroo roo um he uh I had a miscarriage actually uh, we t- We talked a lot about if we would uh have a third child, and I think for me, I was okay with two uh but Carl he really wanted another like biological uh child and and we talked about and we talked about uh this back and forth, and I got pregnant, and I was super happy um and um yeah and then I and then I miscarriage and I I think what happened to me was that I, I I got this feeling of that I'm not working I'm not functioning as I should there was something going on with me so my so my kind of uh emotional state when I when I got this miscarriage, even though I knew that it happens a lot and it's quite common. And I know that people don't talk so much about this. And even though I, I have like hundreds of friends that, that uh, has had this, it was such a hard thing to go through. Um, and then when I got pregnant with Wu, I waited for a long time before I told anyone because i was so scared that something would happen or yeah so so i think i was 14, 14 weeks in uh when i told actually my colleagues <laughs> they were they were laughing at me they were like you can never you know you know you can never hold a a secret for yourself this is amazing <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then he yeah I mean the 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 funny thing is that the third one was totally different from the other ones. I had in my mind some kind of idea of that it would be a little bit the same, that you could count the hours on the on the second one and say, okay, so this is going to be shorter. Uh, not the case. Totally different. And I know you. I mean, I know you know this, but it's it's so different. They are so individual.
1: Different and yes. For most mamas, the second baby usually is about half half of the time from the previous, the first time around. Not all; for some, it's the opposite. And there's no set rule, but most. But the third is the joker. The third, yeah. can do anything under the sky.
0: <laughs> I heard. I was like, "Oh, why didn't you tell me before?" <laughs> no, but he was. Uh, yeah, I mean the the water didn't break uh i got a very 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 light kind of i don't know if it was a contract pre contraction i don't know something that told me that okay something is happening and he was one week uh over due time and so so i was like okay something is happening but i'm not really sure uh and the and the contractions uh were super super like light in the beginning i didn't even notice them kind of and then suddenly they like started to uh, become more intense um and this time i wanted to give birth at home as well uh, so so the pool was prepared and yeah everything everything was there and i thought when i felt the contractions uh intensify so much I thought that like now he's going to come today. And it was, I remember like at six o'clock in the evening, it was like eight o'clock in the morning, the contractions. I noticed them six o'clock in the evening, they intensified. And I thought, okay, so he's going to come before 12 o'clock uh, because this is so intense. Uh, and then uh, around seven ish, I called the midwives and I'm like, this is, it's, uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's on. Like, please come and and keep me company, kind of thing. Uh, and I chose to have two two other midwives just because I could. Uh, so I so I uh, I actually I actually had the opportunity and the honor to be a part of my friend's birth at home. Wow. Yeah, so I had so I had uh, an amazing experience seeing this from the outside.
1: Yeah,
0: Uh and she had a midwife there that I yeah that I connected with quite a lot Uh and she was amazing and she was a bit different from these other two that I had she was younger and she was more normal <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no I'm kidding no but it, she was more I mean I, I don't know not the not the not the person that I would uh, that I would think is a is a midwife uh, for home birth oh. she's um she drank coca-cola and she was like you know it was a bit different i mean i would i would think and i would say that most of the midwives i meet they are quite you know healthy and and they have a bit of a um yeah they have a, a very holistic way of looking at uh, at the world and you know all of these things and she had a bit of a different different uh behavior pattern and I thought that was amazing and I was like this is amazing I love this that we're all so different and that's and that's so great and she worked at that point she worked together with another person that was very like very into spiritualism and very into uh, uh, another way of being and I thought that combo was like amazing I love that so I really wanted her to be a part of my my birth so I called her and I said do you remember me I was a part of and she's like do I remember you of course <laughs> i would love to be a part so they came uh and when they came everything stopped oh yeah i was like what where where are my contractions what is going on uh, and it was i think it had to do with i mean we talked about this of course and they were like yeah but we came you 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 uh, suddenly yeah suddenly there was a lot of people in the room and maybe you got a bit um you know nervous or not nervous but you know aware of everything that is going on and you were so prepared that the baby needed to tell you to like <laughs> not uh, be too much in control or whatever yeah,
1: so, sometimes so everything we are observed, especially if you're not in cranking labor and you're not really truly established it can slow things down this is something we say especially for mamas who do go to the hospital birth center they leave their cozy nest where they've been really strong in labor and then all of a sudden they change environment and i guess this is also changing environment in one sense you're bringing outer environment into your safe space
0: and sometimes that can that can um slow down labor or yeah definitely and i had a second of a second of, wow, okay. Uh, do they think that I don't know how to do this? You know, kind of some kind of anxiety going on there and it like three minutes. And then I was like, what am I doing? And I just left that. I was like, ah, that's not, that's not too, I mean, it's not going to help me at all. What is going on here? Let, let's leave that and just go into the, this process again. And they told me to go down and, and, you know, sleep a bit. And at this point I could actually do that. So I slept in in between the contractions and they, intensified a bit but not much Uh, I remember sleeping next to to Kalle and just like waking up and you know breathing through a contraction and then going to sleep again (laughs) and and for me this was a very long phase I remembering them telling me that no it was totally normal but I felt that this was so long Mm -hmm. I was like waiting for such a long time but yeah
1: What's long time then? How many hours are we talking about? Or was it even that?
0: Yeah, it was, I mean, it was five hours until, yeah, until the active phase started.
1: Do you mean the pushing stage?
0: Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, the breathing changing. So the pushing stage, yeah. Yeah. And those five hours were very long for me. I don't know why. I mean, it's normal, I guess, but they were, yeah, they were really long. And I think that had to do with that. It was so calm.
1: Mm. It was
0: like super calm and they were so calm. They were sitting on my sofa, knitting a little hat (laughs) uh, and one of them teaching the other one how to do it. And they were like talking and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, And I was like, looking at around me and also in this, in this state of the state of what the world is in right now with COVID-19. And I think I was just looking around and I was like, where am I? Like, what is going on? It was, it was so weird. (laughs) So I think that, that, I don't know, the waiting there was so long for me. It's amazing. Uh, And then, and then the contractions intensified quite a lot, but then it had, pushed over. So uh, it was the next day, like one o'clock in the, in the night. And I remember the, one of the midwives asked me, I'd gone up and I I sat on the top floor. And this time we had the pool on the, on the, uh, on the lower floor. Uh, And she told me like, um, do you want to go and sit in the pool? And I remember that this time it was not because I was in the face of, of pushing or, or the truly like last phase. It was just like, do you want to go and sit in the pool? And I was like, yeah, maybe. So we, so we went down and we like lit candles and it was so calm in there. I mean, I remember it was like one of the midwives came in and she was like, Oh, this is a lovely space, you know? Um, And I sat down and I, yelled out that this was the most amazing thing in the world, the water. (laughs) And it's so funny, it says on the like birth uh, paper, it says, so a a very clear relief uh, when going into the water. (laughs) 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 Um, And then, yeah, and then the the contractions were again, quite, they were long, they were long in, uh, in time. And also long in between them, so it was very calm. And at one point, I looked up. I remember sitting in the pool and kind of breathing and just uh, noticing the um, the contractions and just going through everything and just feeling my body. And uh, and I looked up and I saw Carla sleeping at one chair. I saw one of the midwives had closed her eyes and she was like in her. Own little bubble I still saw that she was alert and ready and would wake up at any kind of beep and the second uh, midwife she was sleeping outside because she she was going to work in the morning at the hospital so she had a bit of a rest Uh, and the calmness I was like I was also sleeping it was almost like I was sleeping too and I remember that I was like wow this is so calm Uh, and then from nowhere uh, I remember that one of my breaths were also containing a bit of that short breath, that push. Um, but very different from the other ones. Uh, so it, a couple of contractions were like both long contractions and a little push, uh, which was very different. I couldn't do anything with that almost. I just, I just let them be. Uh, I remember going into the pool and they asked me uh, if they should uh, uh, look how much open I were yeah. uh, and i was and i uh, I thought for a while and then and then I said, "No, let's just leave it uh, and she said, "But you can look yourself yeah uh, and and that was amazing. I was like, "Wow, okay, so I can do this myself as well that's amazing yeah. uh, and i and I felt and and I told her i was like i have i can I can fit in three of my fingers and she was like. Four centimetres. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that's long. That's that's too far." <laughs> still, so many to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I just left that, which was interesting because if that would have happened the first one, I think I would have lost a lot of energy from knowing yeah. that it was still, you know, not even halfway. Yeah. But this time I was less "Okay, so now I know this. Now I let go of it, and then we keep on going." Yeah. And that was lovely.
1: And it doesn't really tell us actually how long you, you know, how much longer you have to go until you have your baby. It actually really doesn't. Exactly. How long were you actually in the pool until you did have your baby from being four centimeters?
0: It took like two hours, two and a half maybe, Mm -hmm. uh, until he came out. Yeah. Um, Something like that. I don't. Yeah, something like that. Maybe a little bit longer. Yeah, um, Yeah. and he, it was so amazing. I think this time the contractions were not bad at all. It's weird to say. But this time they were not as painful as the other ones. Um, so, and that was, that was interesting. I was like, wow, so maybe it gets easier uh, if you do it more times, uh, or or maybe I'm just used to this. I don't know. I I couldn't really tell. Uh, but I remember. I remember when I I noticed that. Okay, he wants to come out. Uh, I'll just I'll just let him do what he needs to do, and and just help in whatever way I can. Um, and uh, and I could feel that his his head was coming out uh, and the head was out, but the rest of the body was inside. And I took two contractions where his head was out. Um, And I remembering the the midwives telling me that that's really, uh, that's, that's really strong doing that, because usually you can get a bit stressed and you want everything to come out. Like it's not also the, uh, sometimes it's quite painful. So, so, So they were they were quite impressed that I could like just leave it there and just wait for the baby to do his own thing. And I think I also learned that from the times before that it's not dangerous for this to happen. Uh, It's uh, I just need to wait for the right moment because otherwise I will force it and I don't want to do that. And that was so amazing. And I remember my, Kalle, my partner told me he was like, he was he was afraid that I would sit on the baby. And I was like, no, I don't think that would happen. But from his point of view, because he was in the pool with me, he was like, is this okay? Mm. <laughs> that was funny. Um, and then he came out and he was it's amazing. He was in his um What's it called? The little sack? The little.
1: Oh, he came out in coal. Yeah, in the amniotic sack.
0: Yeah. And I didn't see that. Kala saw it mm. uh, and he, he thought it was very interesting because it looked like a little mummy. <laughs> like he, he was lying really still in there. And then suddenly uh, he made a, like, a jerk with his, his hand, kind of like this, and it, it bursts. Right. So that's when the water broke. I, yeah. And that was amazing. And, and uh, I, I tried to pull him out. And also one of the midwives came because he had his um, uh, cord uh, kind of, I don't know. Around his neck? Not around his neck, but half around the neck and half around the arm kind of thing. I don't know. So he, he was turned <laughs> upside down a couple of times before I got him on his chest. And the lovely thing is I have this on video. Oh. Which Because my partner, he just like signaled to one of the midwives. We told her to um, take some pictures because we wanted some pictures. But he said, okay, so can you can you film this? And she filmed the whole thing. So I actually got to see the little, the little mummy. <laughs> and it's amazing. It's amazing. It's quite auspicious,
1: actually. Um, and babies, you know, especially with mamas who are very calm, tend to... Not a lot, but um that's where we see more of the babies coming out in the sack.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I mean she said uh the midwife she said that it couldn't be more calm, like uh, yeah. being being coming out in water in your own water, in your own sack. Mm-hmm. I mean that was was amazing. Um yeah. And uh yeah, and he came out and he he was pretty calm in the beginning. And then he made a little, Mah. <laughs> uh, and I was overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed this time. Uh, I remember the first time being overwhelmed when he came out, and the relief and the overwhelmness and everything. Um, but this, yeah, it, it was amazing. like, And also, also sadness. I remember I had a, like a sting of sadness now this is over now it's this is the last time i can feel it kind of thing it's amazing mm. um, and i was so i was so happy and um yeah and glad that everything went so perfectly the way i wanted it to uh no complications nothing total calmness total uh. yeah Mm. That was it was, yeah. I'm so happy for that. I'm I'm so happy that I have, um, that I have the possibility to find that calmness in myself and 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 believe in my own capacity and capability and my own uh, power, uh, and not being afraid of um, pain. Yeah. I think there is a lot of people. I see. I see a lot of women talking about uh, the fear of their body changing and okay. uh, the okay. fear of that it's going to hurt so much. Maybe we're not used to uh, feeling it so much these days. We're so we're so safe in a sense that giving birth is is kind of getting to becoming such an natural thing not not unnatural but such a different thing that we don't we don't know what it is kind of thing anymore
1: well yeah that's very true and this is one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast is to really shine the light on on birth as a rites of passage that definitely not is an easy task and no rites of passage ever is Mm -hmm. and that it is truly and can be truly an initiation into, into motherhood and into the new you know the the new you the new woman that is you as you transition from maiden to mother and then still transitioning every birth you know there's a new constellation of family there's a new baby there's a new you and um when we view it as such, and we also view it as us, you know, us being capable of this and us being, you know, designed to birth our babies. This is our, like you said, you know, in the beginning, you know, the, how amazing it is to experience this, to have the pleasure, to have the, you know, the possibility as a woman to go through this. If we start viewing birth as such, well, then I think the fear around birthing would not be as big as we see it today. So if you could give a first-time mama who's about to have her first baby any pearls of wisdom or advice on how she can optimize her chances of having a natural and empowering birth experience, what would you say?
0: (laughs) Wow what would i say i think i think first of all uh it's such a it's bigger it's bigger than just giving birth i think so it has to do with believing in yourself uh believing in your yeah believing in your body um so maybe some kind of process before an empowering process before telling yourself that you can do this telling yourself that you're amazing uh, telling yourself that you're um you're you have such powers you can't even imagine how big they are maybe writing it uh, writing it at the mirror in the bathroom so you see it every day so you kind of tell yourself every day until it happens Uh, you know you can even trick your mind in believing these things but there is something with that that I think I think that helped me a lot that I always I always believed that this would be fine I would be fine Uh, I just need to listen to my body I just need to listen to the baby and women have done this so many so many times and uh Yes, there are some complications, but most of us have really good experiences. nothing happens. It's a very natural and uh, organic thing. Um, so I think I told myself that quite a lot, that I, I, that I, I'm happy that I'm happy that I can do this, and I know I can. Um, and I, I actually talked to a lot of men who told me that they were a bit envious of me giving birth. And I think that was a good thing. Mm. They were like, oh, wow, we we're we never going to be a part of what you're going to feel now. And that's, uh, that's a bit sad kind of thing. Oh, wow. And that was, yeah. So I felt really special. Uh, and I think I am. And I think we all are.
1: Yeah, it's mm. a very beautiful and special thing
0: to be a woman. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I hope that many women get to do this uh in in happiness and feel the empowerment that comes that comes with it and that also comes afterwards because it helps also with the with the whole aftermath and all the you know the whole it helps you through your whole life I think. Uh so it's uh, yeah, so it's an important it's an important part to be careful about when going through it i think it's yeah i don't know if that's uh, an advice or wisdom or whatever but it's something
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's beautiful it's a beautiful reminder to all of us to to really appreciate the gift that it is to be a woman to be able to carry a child and birth a child Mm. thank you so much nina and Rue, for Mm. being on the natural birth podcast it's been a pleasure
0: Wow. Thank you so much. This is amazing. I, I love this.
1: Thank you for listening. If you love this podcast, then please share it it on itunes and leave a comment if you want to connect on social media you can find me on facebook as the spiritual midwife or on instagram as the underscore spiritual underscore midwife thank you for listening